Hi there, this is Kate Ferguson and you're listening to the Messy Musicians Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. This week I wanted to talk about the idea of mindfulness and meditation and how that might help us with our creative practices. Mindfulness is a bit of a buzzword at the moment, so I'm sure you've heard of it, but if you're not sure what it means, there's lots of different definitions online, but my favourite is John Kabat-Zinn's definition, and that is paying attention in a particular way on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. There's lots of other definitions, as I've said, but the basic premise is to just be present and to be aware of what's going on inside you and around you. It does come from the Buddhist meditative tradition, but you don't have to be religious to practice it. And I'm personally quite glad that it's being recognised in more of a secular way at the moment. There's a ton of science behind it to back up some of the benefits. So if you are interested in it, please pursue it. I'll leave a few interesting articles and things in the show notes. So mindfulness is always something I've been interested in, but recently it's really been hitting home for me, you know, the fact that this is my life right this second, and I don't want to spend time missing it. I want to be able to perform the best I can, I want to be able to write the best I can, and I also want to enjoy my life. So who doesn't want that? Personally, I dread to think about how many moments I might have wasted in useless worry that's not added anything to a situation, or musical opportunities that I might have turned down, or performances that simply weren't my best because I wasn't fully here, I was thinking about something else, thinking about how I might be received, or thinking about how I would get home that night even. You need to be completely focused to be a good musician, I'm sure you'll all know. The research that's gone on so far about mindfulness and music tends to focus on the act of listening to music and I've mentioned that a bit before, I think that's a brilliant practice and that can enhance your life in so many ways but what I wanted to talk about today was how it might enhance our performance um, and our songwriting process. I think you can make your music practice a meditation. It might already be. It just means giving your full attention to your practice. So whether it's singing, guitar, piano, or whatever you're doing musically, we can start by just concentrating on the sound of the notes. Obviously, we need to be listening. That's the first rule of music. But we also need to have a bit more of an expansive awareness. And with my students, I compare this to, to driving. So when you first start learning, it's very stressful because... There's a whole lot of things that you've got to focus on at the same time. You've got to be changing the gears, you've got to be looking in your mirrors, you've got to be looking in front of you, you've got to know where to steer. There's a lot of things to focus on at the same time. Um, And it's a lot to take in. But if we're lucky and we take to driving well, we start to develop this more expansive kind of awareness in which we're aware of sort of what's happening in the mirrors, aware of what's going on in front of us, aware of when we need to change gears, without necessarily thinking about every single part of it. It's just kind of happening automatically, but you're still focused at the same time. And that's the kind of state that I think is a good one to aim for in music, because you can't just be focusing on your own part, especially if you're playing in a band, you need to be listening to the instruments. You might be a singer that also plays guitar, so you need to be able to focus on them both at the same time, not let one necessarily take precedence over the other. You've got to be aware of the time in the background. But if you sat and you thought about each of these things and had a mental commentary on it, 
you'd fall behind really, really easily. So it's a really, really interesting type of awareness that practicing music can sort of cultivate. And I think if you're a meditator, then you can easily transfer this practice over to your music practice. For performers, if you're a little nervous or even if you're just a bit excited, thoughts can get in the way and then affect your performance. You might be imagining how you look to the audience and find that's distracting you from what you're doing or you're looking at someone who might not be enjoying themselves or you might think, oh God, no one's listening to me and then that can throw you off and it can actually decrease the chances of people engaging with you if you're in this kind of spaced out state where you're engaged with what other people are thinking of you before your own performance. I don't think that's a great space to be in. All this kind of thinking and worry creates physical tension in the body and we all know about the fight or flight response and how it tightens up certain muscles in your body, causes shallow breathing and foggy thinking. For singers especially, shallow breathing is really bad news and it's just bad for our health in general. Our minds are really useful tools and obviously they're necessary to help us to play music but they also provide us with this sort of inane mental chatter that can sometimes feel really deafening. You don't need to be thinking about how big your bum is while you're playing the guitar and we know that the best musicians are performing in that utter state of relaxation. Watch Frank Sinatra, watch Ella Fitzgerald and those kind of singers. With that kind of relaxed and focused attention, really the sky's the limit in terms of, you know, musical achievements. So now on to how mindfulness can help us with songwriting or creativity. As I talked about in last week's episode about finding inspiration, it's quite important to be awake and aware of the world we're living in. We need to be observant and if we're going through the motions of life or just caught up in mental chatter, then we're not going to see any ideas around us. Even the way the light falls off a leaf, for example, or the way you notice your belly tightening when you talk to a certain person could be fodder for inspiration. And a question that might be arising for you songwriters at the moment is, well, if I'm not thinking and I'm just in the present moment, then how will I get any inspiration about anything? And to that I'll say it's pretty much impossible to stop thinking anyway, but you can slow it down and observe it a bit more so that instead of being caught up in a big flurry of thoughts coming at you from left, right and centre, you can choose out the thoughts that are useful to you and let go of the ones that aren't. If you'd like to explore a bit more about the topic, then I've left a couple of articles in the show notes. You might want to check out Herbie Hancock because he's a Buddhist and he, he talks about it a lot. There's also some great interviews over on the 10% Happier podcast with certain musicians. I'll link to those as well. They talk about how their meditation practice has helped them to let go of certain negative thoughts about their music. Dan Harris, the podcaster, has written books which focus on science and are strictly secular if you don't want to get in the whole Buddhist philosophy behind mindfulness too much. And thanks so much for listening. You can join the group on Facebook that I've made. It's called Messy Musicians. Um, Just pop Messy Musicians into the search bar on Facebook and there you can continue any of the discussions that are started here on the podcast. So thanks so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe if you like the podcast. You can find the show notes in the description section and please like, share or comment if you feel called to. You can get in touch or find out more about me and where to see me singing at katefergusonmusic.com and on my Instagram at kate underscore ferguson94 and I'll see you next week.